Here's today's transformational truth. God still does some of his best work after it seems too late. Welcome to the Transformational Truth Podcast, where we're committed to eliminating the obstacles that take the joy out of life and leadership. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Transformational Truths. Today, we're going to continue our conversation around purpose. As we're wrapping up 2021, getting ready for 2022, I think this is a absolutely vital conversation to have. So, so far, here's what we've talked about. We've discussed discovering our purpose. We've identified seven obstacles that keep us from our purpose. We've learned how to develop and protect our purpose. But today, I want to talk to you about redeeming your purpose. Listen, if it feels like it's too late for you, maybe you feel like you've made too many mistakes, you've taken the wrong path too many times, you've burn too many bridges, or you've just waited too long. I have got some good news for you. We serve a redeeming God. God knows how to redeem the time we've lost, the mistakes we've made, and yes, even the bridges we have burned. All right, so listen, here's today's transformational truth. God still does some of his best work after it seems too late. It's it's absolutely true. Listen, after you didn't get the promotion, after you got a bad diagnosis, after you had to file bankruptcy, after uh, you went through a bad divorce, or after you just feel like you made an absolute mess with your life, God still does some of his best work after it seems too late. Okay, You, you might feel like you've already spent your time, wasted your time, or lost your time. But listen to me, we serve a God who knows how to redeem the time. God can restore to you the years that the swarming locusts have eaten. Joel 2.25, right? I love Romans chapter 4, 17 through 18. It says that Abraham believed in the God who brings the dead back to life and who creates new things out of nothing. Even after there was no reason to hope, and the Bible says, listen, Abraham kept hoping. Okay, if God did it for Abraham and Sarah, he can do it for you. And when you're tempted to start thinking that maybe it's just too late to walk in your purpose, just remind yourself that you are in relationship with a God who knows how to create new things out of nothing. So practically speaking, where do we get started when we're talking about redeeming our purpose? Well, listen, number one, the first step towards redeeming your purpose is to turn to the one who gave you your purpose. Listen to me. The Bible's very clear on this. God created you with purpose in mind, and He's going to give you wisdom. God is going to give you insight. God is going to give you divine strategies. Strategy. Listen, strategy is a specific type of wisdom, and God will give you the strategies you need to help you get your purpose back on track. James chapter 1 and verse 5 says, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously, keyword generously, to all, oh, I love this part, without finding fault. <laughs> and it will be given to you. God is not holding old records against you. He's not finding fault like, oh, you waited too long. Oh, you messed up too many times. Oh, you've made too many mistakes. Oh, you're too young. You're too old. Uh, uh, no, it, it's too late for you. Nope, God is not fault-finding here. He's going to give you wisdom. 
He's not going to withhold wisdom because of your past. He's not going to withhold wisdom because of your mistakes. No, no, no. Listen to me, friend. God is going to give it to you, and he's going to give it to you generously. Okay. If you need wisdom to get your purpose back on track, talk to him. Okay. Pray, and he's going to give you wisdom. Here's what I want to recommend during this process. I strongly encourage people during this this point in the journey, okay, of redeeming your purpose, to keep a purpose journal. All right. This is where you can just begin to write down the wisdom and the strategies that God's going to give you, these revelations of wisdom that you're going to get uh, during the season of redeeming your purpose. Write them down, write them down, write them down, make it play. All right. Number two, oh, this is a big one. Start telling yourself a new story. Yes. Stop telling yourself it's too late. Okay. It's not too late. Let me, let, let me say that again. It's not too late. Stop telling yourself that bad story about yourself. Listen, in the book of Numbers chapter 13, uh, the scripture says that the Israelites were getting ready to spy out the land that God promised them. It was their purpose to acquire that land. Listen to me. When the spies came back, they spread a negative report to everybody, basically telling them that they could not do what they were created to do. Okay, in fact, in verse 33, here's what they said. We seem like grasshoppers in our own eyes, and we look the same to them. They were telling themselves the wrong story about themselves, and they talked themselves right out of their God-ordained purpose. Oh my goodness, don't let this be you. Because the story you, t- you tell yourself will shape the way you see yourself. Let me say that one more time. The story that you keep telling yourself is going to shape the way you see yourself. All right, start telling yourself a new story. Okay, you're not too old. It's not too hard right? You haven't made too many mistakes. Your purpose is your purpose, okay? What God has for you is for you. Refuse to tell yourself stories of doubt, stories of fear, and stories of defeat, all right? Here's the truth about you. You are more than a conqueror. Christ in you is enough. You can do all things through Christ. You have the, He'll supply the strength you need, the, the vision you need, the wisdom you need, whatever you need, the strategy you need. It's in Christ. It's all in Christ, and where's Christ? Listen, if, you are, if you're a believer, then he's in you. Okay, if God before you, who can stand against you? Start telling yourself a new story. That was number two. Number three, okay, third step to redeeming your purpose. Get back to doing what you know God created you to do. Just get back to it. It's, I like to say it like this. When I'm coaching people through discovering purpose and walking in purpose, and when it comes to this issue of redeeming purpose, here's what I tell them. It's not too late to get back to obedience. Okay, Obedience is, is a gift. Jesus said, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. Just trust him. It's that simple. Just trust him. Get back to doing what you were created to do. As a matter of fact, when it comes to walking in our purpose, it's our obedience that activates purpose. Right? Sometimes we are waiting on God when He has been waiting on us the whole time. Okay. As a matter of fact, um, let me tell you something. God can redeem your purpose if by faith you'll step back into the thing that God created you to do. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verse 3 in the Message Paraphrase Bible says it like this. I love this. God, your God, will restore everything you've lost. He'll have compassion on you. Okay, he'll come back and pick up the pieces from all the places where you were scattered. Oh my goodness, what a promise. It's not too late to get back to the place of obedience and doing what you know God created you to do. Just get back to doing it. And listen, and when you start doing what you know you're created to do, when you start doing it over again, uh, it's going to feel like a tuning fork that goes off in your soul. 
okay? You know this is exactly what you were created to do. It's going to feel so good to get back to doing what God purposed you to do, okay? Because oftentimes when we move away from our purpose, it was usually a slow fade. And we didn't realize we're beginning to move away from fulfillment. Because listen to me, God has the market cornered on fulfillment, right? And living out of your sense of God-given purpose will bring you the greatest sense of fulfillment. But moving away from it is such a slow fade. And maybe it happened because you weren't getting the results you wanted. Okay, Maybe it happened because you got hurt. Maybe it happened because you were just frustrated by a lack of progress. But let me give you something to think about. Maybe the reason you did not see the progress you wanted to then was because God was preserving you for another time. Yeah. He was protecting you while he was preparing you. (laughs) Because maybe, just maybe, you at that time were placing your identity in your purpose rather than in the giver of purpose. Yeah. And God knew that if you got the results you wanted then, it would result in pain and loss. Here's why. Because you'd end up losing your peace and joy, trying to chase acceptance and affirmation through your purpose rather than resting in the fact that you're already accepted and affirmed in Christ. Only then, watch this, when you know that reality, you're accepted already in Christ, you're accepted and affirmed in Christ, only then are we free to achieve our purpose because we're achieving from acceptance, not for acceptance. Oh, that's a big one. That's a big one. All right, just get back to doing it. Wow. Number four, find someone or somewhere to serve. This is important. Listen, the scripture is very clear that when you put your faith in Christ, you become a son or a daughter in the kingdom of God. This is important. You're not servants trying to be sons. You're sons who get to serve because all sons serve. Sons and daughters in the kingdom of God serve, right? It's just it's just in your DNA. This is important. But if you're going to redeem your purpose, you need to find someone or someone to serve. Because while you're in this process of God redeeming your purpose, find a way to help someone else walk in their purpose. Okay? Proverbs 11.25 says it this way. He who waters will himself be watered. That's right. All right. In other words, what you make happen for others, God is going to make happen for you. Get plugged into a ministry team at church. Join a small group, life group, I don't know. Find somewhere to volunteer. Make a difference in someone else's life. If you want to experience a harvest of purpose in your life, find a way to sow seeds of purpose in someone else's life. And 1 Peter chapter 4 tells us a great place to start. Listen to this, verse 10. God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Man, who's he writing to? He's writing to the church. And 2022, make it your goal to get plugged into a place of service. And I cannot think of a better place than the local church because they are not just about making temporary change. They're about making eternal change. Number five, don't be afraid to start small. Listen, I I, I don't care what it is, a business, a ministry, okay, Uh, a, a life group in your local church, an LLC, a nonprofit. I, I don't know what you're trying to do. Okay, if you're an artist creating your art, start small. Sometimes we quit because we weren't getting big results. <laughs> Zechariah chapter 4 and verse 10 says, Do not despise these small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices, watch this, to see the work begin. God rejoices just watching you get started. Don't wait for perfect circumstances to re engage your purpose. 
Perfection is the enemy of progress. Oh my goodness. Uh, we, we get these things confused all the time. Excellence is not the same as perfection. Okay, perfection is a standard that only Jesus could ever accomplish. Excellence is something that we're able to execute because watch this, you don't have to have the best to give your best. Let me say that again. You do not have to have the best in order to give your best. That is excellent. Excellence is just showing up and giving your best with what you have. So just get started. Yeah. The, you know, the Bible tells us a great story in 2 Kings chapter 4. It says that there was a widow who had some debts to pay, right? But she only had a little olive oil in, in her house. That's all she had. She, that, that's all in the whole house. She didn't have any money. She didn't have anything to sell. She, you know, she had no way to 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 create wealth. All she had was a little olive oil in her house. Now the prophet Elisha, here's what he says. She's, I've got this debt. I don't know what to do. The prophet says, he says, well, what do you have in the house? What a what an important question. What do you have? I've just got a little bit of oil. That's all I have. Elisha says this. He says, well, take that oil and pour it into as many large vessels as you can find. Now. The scripture says, miraculously, as long as she kept pouring from her tiny jar of oil, all she had in the house, that oil kept supernaturally flowing and filling up other large jars all the way to the top. It was, you couldn't explain it. It was totally supernatural. It, there's no way it could have happened unless God made it happen. Why? Why? Listen to me. God does not need what you don't have in order to accomplish his will for your life. Oh, that's important. It's so important, I'm going to repeat it. God doesn't need what you don't have to accomplish His will for your life. You'd be shocked at what God will do if you'll just start working with the little you've got. What do you've got? Okay, God will bless the little. In fact, I would say it this way, God has already blessed the little. He's just waiting for you to use it. All right, listen, in conclusion, let's recap. Five steps towards redeeming your purpose. Number one, get back to the one who gave you purpose. He'll give you strategy. He'll give you wisdom. All right, number two, start telling yourself a new story. Stop telling yourself it's too late. It's not too late. Okay, who told you that lie? Listen, start telling yourself a brand new story. Number three, get back to doing what you know God created you to do. Just get back to doing. It's going to feel like a tuning fork going off in your spirit. Uh, you're going to feel that sense of fulfillment again. Number four, find someone or somewhere to serve. And number five, start small. Listen. The fact that there's still breath in your lungs is proof that you still have purpose. It's not too late. When Joseph was thrown into Potiphar's prison, it looked like it was too late. When Abraham and Sarah were too old to have children, it looked like it was too late. But in both instances, it wasn't too late. My favorite example, though, is this. Watch this. When Jesus was crucified and buried in a tomb, it looked like it was too late. But you know what? God still does some of his best work after it seems too late because we serve a redeeming God who is able to create new things out of nothing. Uh, wow. Listen, if Transformational Truths is helpful to you, please do me a favor. Take a moment, go over to Apple iTunes, rate the show, or write us a quick review. I want to help you restore the joy to your life and your leadership. Until next time. 